No, 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 no. This is... Pete Week! Uh, this is... Presented small, by Poe Boys! This is actually part of our small business... Um, Pete Week! Our small business this segment. This week on Poe Boys. Um, Pete Week! So, listeners, as... Um, all right, you know, Pete, what are we doing for Pete Week? You pick the right. topic. Um, well, I don't know it's nothing. A, I'm coming in blind for Pete Week. Well, Josh, this isn't necessarily Pete Week. This Pete is more... Week. Um, for small, Pete, don't small, no one else is currently in my residence but me. Pete Week. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is a this is segment Week. that we've been doing. I'm Pete, not Peter. That's my fault. Fa- that's not my father. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. My this father's is father's best so, friend from college. So as we have been um, going through this month, um, and listeners, so we're you, just going right in. Well, I'm just trying to justify why we're doing this. Um, oh, week? And, and okay. then and then talking a little bit about it because it's small business. Well, week. Maybe today I've been talking too much, hogging up too much of space, and we decided that there needs to be a week dedicated to totally Pete, where Pete decides everything. Listen, you we say, do. you saying you're a hog? That's your words, not mine. I'm I'm. Am I agreeing with it? I don't know, but like nobody's saying that over on my end about you hogging the space. Hmm. Um, all right, so this week um, we've got some time to fill. You might call this a, a filler episode, but yeah. What's I, this? So this is this is December fifteenth. So we've still got on our end after this October fifteenth. Sorry. Yes. Don't know where that came from. Um, still have two more episodes before we get into season the two Man- Mandalorian, which is coming out on the thirtieth. So we're gearing up for that. But we, um, anyone who listens to last week's episode, might know that uh, we're kind of, you know, spinning the wheels a little bit here, trying to come up with what to do in the meantime. I mean, we've yeah. got to milk some sort of stupid Mandalorian season one recap. That's obviously going to happen obviously. on the twenty Clearly, or like predictions, or uh, you know, whatever. Oh, so predictions, predictions. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that Squadrons game came out. Pete doesn't have it, and I hate it. Uh, I don't know. We'll talk about that at some point. But for now, I mean, we had to do something. Yeah. So, so we're, Pete week. We're we're gonna be hashtag reflective boys. Hashtag reflect introspective boys. And know. one thing I thought would be great is for us to kind of peel back the layers this week and talk about Poboy's LLC. So, um, this is of course the corporate city state that has blossomed from the, um, small business that we formed to start this podcast. And a lot of, we get mail all the time. Um, but recently a, a lot of people have been criticizing our hiring process because they're like, hmm. You have Cody that you hired, and yet mm-hmm. it seems like he doesn't make you any money. In fact, mm-hmm. he's embezzled money. Um, who's our Cody's our finance guy? Mm-hmm. And then we hired um, Connor, mm-hmm. who's our cybersecurity expert, who was going into the emails of something that was sent our way, mm-hmm. and who is basically he thought that we were doing his job for him. So mm-hmm. a lot of people have been criticizing our hiring process for who we've been 
having on the pod and who we've been getting um, here. And we just wanted to set the record clear of how we hire people. And then I have some listener mail that um, Josh has not seen yet. Of mm. questions specifically pertaining to hiring practices. So, Josh, okay. as somebody who's hired countless people um, mm-hmm. in the Poe Boys LOC network, um, we're just going to share some. Inf- like, I'm going to throw some um, some questions from the fans out to you, and mm-hmm. we'll have some feedback. But first, okay. let's just set the record um, clear on this Cody situation and on <laughs> this um, Connor situation. All right. Um, their resumes were stellar. All right. Um, they had they had all of the information of the financial backings. Yeah, um, I mean, I look, and there have been accusations. I just want to say I don't even know what your questions are, but I've seen the countless accusations. It's like Cody Connor. Wow, it's like you had a dictionary of white men, and you just arbitrarily started on C and started picking people higher. And that is not true, because there are. Names that are between Cody and Connor, like Cooper. Cooper. No, no, that would be after. Like, like so um, white. (laughs) Um, like, hold on, Colleen. Colleen. Well, that wouldn't be an addition. Condoleezza. Colin. Colin. Like Colin. Oh, Colin, yes. And you Colin. don't see Colin. We haven't hired a Colin, so that's not true, what you're saying. Yeah, and I didn't even think about the potential criticism of our whitewashing um, mm-hmm. of the hiring process. And that just proves... Oh, well, then I'm glad I brought it up on our Star Wars podcast. And that's something that we're going to have to talk about as we go mm-hmm. through this. Um. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, these are just some hmm, very Star Wars. Well, these are these are some. Yeah. Well, as a lot of our fans know, it, this is a podcast that's about Star Wars, but it's also mm-hmm. a lifestyle podcast. You know, we have sure. our workout routine, um, the fight for your life 5K. We have mm-hmm. our savings account. Um the oh my gosh why is this escaping me Poe Five Real Life 401k <laughs> we have that we have our Etsy store um which is you know just orders after orders mm-hmm. so um this is kind of something that's more for our hashtag business boys um mm-hmm. and not so much our Star Wars boys but I I think that our Star Wars fans are gonna like this a lot too okay so um I've got five questions and just, you know, five scenarios. And, um, these are emails that were sent to Pope's podcast at gmail.com. And I just curated them, um, about hiring practices. Okay, Josh. So these are from, um, from different people. I have no idea what this is. I still don't know what the bit of the episode is. I am coming into this fresh. So Melinda writes, (laughs) Say you have a great no employee. Say you have a great employee, but you find out that he's a drug smuggler. Mm-hmm. Is that a deal breaker? Huh, 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 huh. Now here's the thing. Um, we've come across this before, 
where we Boy, would have, have been we. sometimes two or three adventures and a bit appearance on a television show in to a relationship with an employee, um, usually in our transpo department or something like this. And we think we know everything about them. We think that we are very good friends with them and actually family because our underlings are like our families to us. And we are like the non-gendered parental authority figure to them. And then all of a sudden comes some random holiday party, Uh you know, attractive miss somebody comes to town and says oh they're a drug smuggler this person's a drug smuggler and it can really cut you to your core and i tell myself every time the right thing to do as a boss as a non-gender parental authority figure of this corporate city state is to look at the facts and you gotta look at the facts let this person you gotta look at the facts you gotta look at the hard data you can't get emotional in, in, in this but Every time, every time this happens to me, and it happens semi-annually, I would say every other year around about Life Day when we have our bash. I love Life Day. Some sort of revelation like this comes out. And every time I tell myself, I'm going to look at the facts. And every time I, look, I am very strong and very tough and very cool. Every time I'm emotionally devastated and I almost emotionally black out. And every time... The person in question has very nice jawline, a little bit of stubble, mm-hmm. um, the brow of a bald eagle, very um, bird of prey-ish, chiseled, good looks. Kind of the eyes then, that look mm-hmm. into your soul. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all I can do is forgive. All I can do is forgive. And I know that that's not necessarily, you know, people are like, well, you know, you should give some else a chance. All I can do is forgive. And to add two things to that, that, that is honestly to those entrepreneurs that are listening to the pod, take note. All right, pause, go get a piece of paper and pen, take note. Yeah. And people, you know, people might be saying, oh, well, good luck getting ahead with, you know, being, treating, treating employees like that and being willing to do that kind of nonsense, your business is going to tank. Well, hello, if I told you the ratio of dollars per hosting this site that we have to pay to post the podcast to listeners who actually download this podcast, which you. is a ratio I was thinking about earlier this week, it would <laughs> shock you, and you would not be asking me that question anymore. Yeah, and I mean, I just want to highlight two points on this. One, the lack of emotion, Right. And you might be thinking, oh, but po'boys, like anybody can be a po'boy in the po'boy family network. But mm-hmm. at, at some point, you also just got to be like, I'm going to cut you at any point um, because whether I'm in the resistance or whether this is the resistance of life, such as working out, if you can't physically pull your weight physically. All right. I'm talking I'm not talking about pulling weight in terms of work. Actually, there is a requirement to actually carry weight in the po'boys network. You're just not cut and out for this. I know what this. you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. Pete, that sounds super ableist, and I really wish you hadn't said it. And I know that's what you're thinking. Oh, no, 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 but. no. <laughs> so the other thing is people that physically can't do that, we oh have pulling weight of the mind. And that's that goes to the second <laughs> point, Josh. Of okay. What you were saying of... 
you cry so much and that's because when you're such you, you have such a, a huge mind like we do we have these you know we work out our big big minds um mm-hmm. you have to pull your weight also emotionally and um through a range of an intelligence too so it's not mm-hmm. just physical guys all right let's let's not um throw the hashtag cancel us um, just yet. All right. We still got four more to go. Sure. So um, now all that said, and I do, you know, um, I, I have developed a reputation being very forgiving of past transgressions. I, you know, I think it's a person's potential that defines them, not their past. That said, um, someone in the Poboy Nation, Poboy LLC, corporate city, state, capital, this past week did mention that they prefer uh, Van Hagar to Van Halen, and they were fired immediately. Um, and I won't look past that, and I don't regret it, and I make no apologies. But, yeah, and that's just that, that's. You also have to har- have a hard line in the sand, and mm-hmm. people need to know that beforehand, um, because that person was warned. So that's that's great. Thank you so much to um, Melinda. For that great, sure. for that great mm-hmm. um, message. All right, so this one's coming from Christopher, and Christopher mm-hmm. writes, "Hey guys, love the pod. I've got this great employee with a ton of energy, but he has no experience for the position, and I feel like his dad paid for it because his dad's a senator. Is that a deal breaker?" <laughs> yes. Nepotism is a really big thing. So, um, jo- yeah, Josh, why don't, you, uh, why don't you talk about that? Well, it's just people, some people come in and they, they've got a heart of gold, but they get their way in the door with their last name. And you can tell that they're thinking to themselves, hey, last names rule the world, maybe the galaxy. And this whole galaxy and everything that's anything and any major decision that's ever affected anyone and the entire fate of the galaxy and everything only ever stands on the shoulders of arbitrary last names. And if you don't have one, you are dumb and worthless and everyone has to have one and it better be the right one. And if you don't have the right one, you can't do anything. And so you better shut up about your special powers and we're not allowed to show them because you do not have a last name. You have to have the right last name. It has to be one. And it's very cool when you think you don't have a last name, but then it turns out that you do have a last name and it's a big special last name. And that's actually something cool that happens that's very neat and good writing and makes people happy and not something stupid that makes a sprawling galaxy feel very small and borders on weird eugenics thinking. And in in terms of the workplace, um, should you hire somebody that has no experience? Probably not. However, some, it depends. Sometimes you have a really good feeling about it. Like, say you have a position that you really can't pay a lot of pay that well. Maybe it's a part time position. You're just at minimum wage. Always pay minimum wage or above. Um, just above, just be just to be sure. Mm-hmm. You know, people got to eat. Um, but sometimes those are the best workers because they're hungry for it. And they want to kind of prove um, themselves and they want to prove, you know, their dad that they um, are. They have what it takes and that, you know, um, they're going to not 
act just based on that family name whatsoever. And, you know, they're mm. going to prove their dad wrong because he, the, their dad has been just saying all these negative things their entire life and says, you can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. But you know what? He's going to, he's going to prove his dad wrong and he's going to be part of the, you know, that, that, that might be one of your best employees, honestly, at the end of the day, it could be. at the end of, at the end yeah. of the season, he might be your best employee. Yeah. And I would just say hiring someone with no experience and a name a recognizable name is different from hiring someone with no experience, which I do all the time because I have seen, and this is a one in a million scenario, I know, but there is amongst people who hire, amongst supervisors and bosses and non-gendered uh, parental authority figures in the workplace, mm-hmm. there is sort of this legend of the golden egg of this scenario, uh, one in a million, but we all chase it. Everyone knows it. Where... Um, you get your pick of the litter and you are hiring for two positions and you hire one and it is just the golden person for this position. They are just solid gold and they are entirely qualified, arguably overqualified. And you're like, wow, how did I end up with this person? You just feel lucky. You feel lucky. Perfect. Right. And then for the second position, you hire someone with, with no motivation, just like, the thing Dead that inside. would motivate them has just gone bad. Like they just have a bad sense of motivation. It's just not even a there. bad motivator. And you might say you might, and you do this in, in the hope that someone, uh, one of these guys, the unmotivated individual, they might fall apart on the job, ruin everything, be cash driving failure. And it's clear that they don't have what it takes to cut the job. But then this, Paragon, this golden stand-up paragon of an individual you hire for the other position will know someone. And that is a way of sort of 4D chess networking to get your way to the individual who's right for the job, who you might not necessarily have been able to select on your own. And it's 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 4D networking, it's prioritizing, it's micromanagement, it's synergy. And so sometimes you will find that we will hire people with absolutely no qualification in the hope that they crash and burn and that from those ashes, we are given a recommendation for a better hire. And some people might say, oh, that's just the Netflix strategy. We had it first, and this, you know, mm-hmm. people talk about you can't go from A to Z, you have to go through the steps. But what we're also saying, and, you know, Josh did a great job of, you know, pointing this out, is that you can go A to M to Z. All right. Like A to Z. No, but you know, you can skip a good bit of letters if you are savvy and, you know, pick the right pieces. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank you, Christopher, for that. That was great. Um, This one comes from Yodi and Yodi writes, I'm out here fighting this war, this war of production and my best troops or my best Workers are all minors. Is that a deal breaker? You're out here fighting a war of production. Your best workers are all minors. My best... I'm out here fighting this war, <laughs> this war of business, and my best troops are, I mean, my best workers are all minors. So under the legal age to work, but that is how this person, Yodi... <laughs> Is um mm-hmm. is able to survive in this war, this war this of deal, business. Deal breakers for 
Well, I mean, Who? we don't know. I mean, in the United States, Yodi, um, minors just can't work the same hours and the same rates that adults do. Mm-hmm. I would say, ultimately, uh, and this will be a controversial opinion, but no, no, it's not a deal breaker. What it is is it's something that in hushed tones and in visual dictionary type addendums will be alluded to uh, with increasing severity until the point that it is pretty much blatantly stated for all to hear these workers are minors. Mm-hmm. They may be adults now, but they were kidnapped as children and forced into servitude. And that will be made blatantly clear, um, but will not be grappled with at all. It will largely be let go in favor of um, mowing down faceless, nameless um, individuals. Yeah, and that also... And that's not the way it should be. That's simply the way it is. And then also, it's also a changing of the times, too. So, like, Mm -hmm. I think back to my grandfather. And my grandfather, you know, was born in the Great Depression. And he had, like, three jobs, you know, as a 10, 12-year-old. He, you know, worked in a movie theater. He lied about his age and was in a lifeguard at a pool and said he was six years older than he actually was. Um, And he did a bunch of things that he could do at the same level as those adults. Now, should he, though, should he, should, you know, these children who are, let's be honest, you know, they're, I'm sure Yodi's employees are capable, able body capable workers. Should he have these people out there fighting this war that are forced to uh, those war of production, the war of work to quote Benito Mussolini? Oh, my gosh. It really, uh, really kind of shapes um, that particular organization, but we're not going to out that organization um, today. Well, that's up to you. Um, I would say there's 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 a moral gray area for sure. Um, I'll come out. Oh, yeah, I'll come out totally. and just, you know, for our legal team's purposes. So they're not, you know, panicking. We do not um, condone child labor. At Poe Boys Net LLC. All right, we don't have any of Pete Week. All right, we don't have any of those. I just want to reiterate. All right, two more, two more. So, okay. so this one comes from Jen. Um, I'm out in this union, but each time my union boss says that we should go do something, people end up dying. Should I stay in this union? Oh, sorry, guild. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm in this guild, but each time my guild boss says to go do something, my friends keep dying. <laughs> Should I stay in this guild? <laughs> so that's. A, I mean, that's that's um that's a really interesting question. Jin. Um. How 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 is Jin spelled? Um the the, the dumb way. With a D. Yeah. Okay. Like Jenga Jumanji. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that gin. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, okay, I was trying to figure out what I was supposed to be talking. About. Well, the question, the, the the question really is, you know, um, as a worker. So this person's a worker and is part of uh, a guild, which is you know functionally a union. And this 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 worker's union boss or guild boss is putting him into a situation where. His fellow coworkers 
are dying. So this is, a, I don't know what this guy's job is, but it seems like it's a extremely risky and dangerous proposition. So it look, this seems like a roundabout way of getting to us for the inherent dangers of the Poe boys fight for your life. 10 K and which the 10 K is of course a weight and not a distance. We have time and time again, every time we bring up the Poe boys fight for your life. 10 K weight, not distance. We point out, we are very swole. You are not like us. You probably cannot do this because you do not have the muscles. And time and time again, people trying to lift, weights that they cannot wait, mm-hmm. or cannot 100%. lift, it falls on them, they hurt themselves, oh my gosh, Poe Senge is trying to kill me, you guys are supposed to be leaders, you're supposed to be we are. role models. We are, thank you, yeah, I appreciate that you say that, not only are we supposed to, we actually are, and you can't take that away from us no matter what you do. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. People ask how we get the way we are, and we tell the truth. We we tell the truth, we, and we yeah. Go ahead. We we hedge that truth with the reality of the situation, which is like this is our truth, and it might not be able to be your truth if you don't have big strong arms. Um, but it is, and so as much as I want to answer this question truthfully, I can smell the motivation on it. And it's stinky and it's sneaky and it's trying to get us to say something stupid and a little dumb soundbite that can be used against us and be like, oh, look at these guys. They're trying to kill all the people that like them by getting them to drop big heavy weights on them. And to that, I would say nice try, guy. So to to Jin, um, great question. Um, Not a great name. Um, Two things. One is you're asking us as we're employers. So this is a question that you should really be asking for people that are um, below us and are kind of like those people that are workers. Yeah, we're not allowed to run the union. We're management. So you're in the wrong department. And at some point, we'll have we'll have our union person on. I got an idea of who that would be. Oh, you do? (laughs) I'm sure I've got an idea of who it would be. I don't have an idea of how I would make it stupid in Star Wars and ask them leading questions. <laughs> Something about Geonosis, probably. Maybe Ugnaughts. Just L- spitball L- Years here. of servitude. I, I didn't realize I was going to be improv hour. <laughs> um, well, all right. So to answer your question, Jin, with the terrible name, um, we, you know, as management, they have forums. You're not going to be able to do much about that. So, like, for, for the fight for your life, 5K, they all sign documents so that they we're not held liable. However, the like, I would imagine that your guild isn't the only one out there. So just do some, like, proper due diligence and look at some reviews, you know? If people are in this... Yeah, I mean, it's pros and cons. It's pros yeah. and cons. You know, there's a sense of security that comes with a guild versus being a freelancer, um, but you have more freedoms as a freelancer, but you don't necessarily have the steady, um, reliable work. And as much as we would love to, we need more uh, information. We need, we need that, more information. Yeah, you need more information, but it's also ultimately that you have to decide as an individual how much of yourself are you willing to sacrifice to society for the comforts that that society can give you. You know, and you have to ask yourself, what is freedom? And am I ever truly free? Is anyone ever truly free? And, and yeah. of that freedom, what am I willing to sacrifice for what? And, and we cannot answer those questions for you because 
I think I answered this question for myself. Because this is not where I thought this podcast was going to be going this week. And the other thing, too, is like, we are are you in a free free to work state? Um, what are the labor standards <laughs> like these? We would just need more context, Jen, oh um, for you to for us to give you great feedback. Um, but yeah, smile later. Yeah, dork. so you can kick rocks. All right. Um, this is our last one. Um, and this one is more about um, interpersonal working um, relationship. So it's not, you know, about the hiring process. Mm -hmm. So Gina writes, I just got put onto this new team and my coworker refuses to take off his mask. I haven't seen what he looks like and it's really affecting our working relationship. So Gina, her, her coworker, he, she, Mm -hmm. he's wearing a mask and apparently this mask she she can't see his actual face the 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 mask because mm-hmm. you know we're living in a mm-hmm. pandemic so um you know people are wearing right. masks she's only got she's only fifty percent more disadvantaged than literally everyone else on the planet right and so you know the um, nonverbal um you know the facial expressions she's only here she's only mm-hmm. hearing the audio so no eyebrows. no eyebrows no eyebrows to go no off eyebrows of. no nose twitches. Just, I mean, mm-hmm. this coworker's just wearing a mask. Yeah, and I, to this, I would say that Gina, I understand your frustration. Um, after recently having been told about an article about dogs developing eyebrow muscles to manipulate human beings. Oh, really? I'm very sensitive to this <laughs> sort of thing, and have been thinking a lot about the expressiveness in a brow line and what it can and cannot communicate, and. I, I understand this would be challenging for someone like Gina, but I would argue that there is virtue in that challenge and that you can learn something about yourself by what you read into a weird olive green or bronze or black mask that is covering someone's entire face mm-hmm. Going just off of their dialogue, be it kind of mumbly or from one of the most iconic voice actors of all time, I would take this as an opportunity to reflect on yourself and what you impose on individuals you interact with inherently. And, you know, eyebrows give you more. A face gives you more to work with. But without that, you are perhaps faced with a deeper, realer truth that gives you less excuses to mirror yourself onto it or more. This is a battle you have to fight, Gina. And Gina, here's another thing. And it, it didn't seem like this message was mal- malicious at all, but there's also a matter of, you know, if she never sees his face, is she going to be interacting with the same person, right? Like, can they switch out a body and, you know, a different person sure. works and they, you know, maybe he just doesn't talk and she's, interacting with a completely different person is, is the performance of work consistent across, you know, multiple sessions of the two of them working together on a project. And should that be factored into any evaluation reports that maybe she as a peer is going to do, or if that employee happens to be up for an award when we, we, we don't see that person's face because of a mask, is that um, a factor that should be considered by um, herself and her, um, their boss? Yeah, and I mean, I hate to play devil's advocate here, but quite frankly, could that person be asleep under that mask? 
Maybe, well, you, that's what I'm saying, yeah. And playing it off as I'm a strong silent type. I sit here in silence and contemplate this spreadsheet, but really I'm asleep. Exactly. Um, and that, again, that's your own journey you have to go on where you have to ask yourself, how much trust do I inherently have for my fellow human beings? And that, you have to answer that yourself. Yeah, and you can get back to us with the answer, I guess. Pull this podcast. Yeah, thank thank you so much, Gina, for that. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that was our listener mail on um, hiring and just you know general business practices. Pete week. Um, I guess we're then theoretically doing Josh week next week. All right, I got an idea. <laughs> All right. Um, of, well, e- of equal caliber. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, with that, um, if you would like to get a hold of us to send, you know, so many qu- queries about your businesses or, you know, the Star Wars podcast. And yes, we're actually a Star Wars yeah, podcast. Yeah, we are a Star Wars podcast. So. Um, although I would say that if you watch the movies or the TV shows, a lot of the scenarios that we're, that these people are talking about, I mean, Star Wars just relates so much to um, real life IRL. and IRL. Mm-hmm. So I would even say that these situations... Probably, you know, maybe they play out in the movies or the TV shows. That's so interesting. I'm going to have to go back and watch the whole saga in Clone Wars and Rebels and Resistance and Mandalorian to see if that's true. Yeah, so th- I hadn't thought about that the entire time we've been talking. So, so yeah, so thank you to Christopher and Yodi and Jijin mm-hmm. with the D and the, that terrible name and Gina. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I should have not had Melinda be the first one, but whatever. Um, <laughs> other than that... Um, Have a good week, everybody.